It's another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Aurora Bubaloo here to talk about what I guess is... It's not really the penultimate episode of Season 2, but since they're showing yeah. two episodes next week, it kind of is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next next week is the finale. I wonder if it's a two-parter or I wonder if they're just showing two episodes. I'm guessing it's going to be a... Well, I mean, if it's a two-parter, it wouldn't make sense that they're showing the second one right after right like yeah i mean there's no suspense or anything (laughs) i mean well i mean okay so when star trek the next generation premiered they showed encounter at farpoint as one as one thing but there were two parts to it Mm -hmm. that's true i wonder if you know that actually reminds me they're doing the same thing for the new star trek show uh discovery has is two hours and I wonder if they're going to air... Because they said they're going to air the first episode on CBS. I wonder if the first episode is going to be two hours. Or if it's going to be just part one and then part two. You have to... You know, that's that's what they should do if they want people to buy that uh, ridiculous subscription service. Uh, they should put part two on the subscription service. So if you hook the people, they have to pay for that subscription service to watch <laughs> part two. Unless, of course, you're Ben... And he gets it on Netflix for free. <laughs> I mean, not for free, but I'm still but angry. kind of. Yeah, I'm still angry about this. I, I don't want to have to buy another streaming service to watch my track. Um, anyway, let's talk about this episode instead of, instead of me fuming about uh, CBS's delivery of their content. Let's talk about Season 2, Episode 13 of Fear the Walking Dead called Date of Death. Let's just get this out of the way. Chris didn't die, but but I'm still happy. The story was pretty, (laughs) I got to admit, especially the way this story started, I was like, oh, this could be interesting. And then as soon as I realized this was going to be a Travis and Chris episode again, (laughs) I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to end. But you know what? It was surprisingly pretty decent. Yeah. I think it's because they embraced that Chris is just a shit. Yes. And Travis is, they embraced that Travis is a, uh, a dad who hasn't quite adapted to the situation yet. Uh, but I think he's going to be learning uh, awfully soon. So let's uh, let's talk about what happened here. So we kick off right away. It's the next morning after we saw the uh, Madison turn on the hotel lights and Alicia begged her to turn them off. And as one could expect, it didn't bring the dead, Aurora. It brought the living and a whole lot of the living. A bunch of survivors had shown up uh, because of the hotel lights. and they which, I don't know the which one is scarier, the walkers or the living. <laughs> I mean, the walkers are just dumb. The living yeah, might the eventually living... find a way to get in. Yes. Uh, you could always just, you know, with the walkers, they could always just lure them off the pier into the riptide again, like they did that <laughs> other episode. Right. Uh, these uh, these alive humans may not be so, so easily fooled. Mm-hmm. Uh However, the, the few hotel survivors are, that are there refuse to let them enter. Madison then spots Travis amongst the crowd. Uh, that's when we get a flashback as Travis is like making his way towards the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we flash back right after when uh, Chris shot that poor man in his barn. Uh, Travis begins to treat the wounded... They list him here as tourists. I guess those kids are tourists. He begins to treat the wounded one, James, who was shot in the leg with a shotgun, Mm -hmm. and buries the dead farmer. That night, Travis tries to warn Chris to not associate with these 
crazy kids, these tourists. But Chris rebuffs him, as idiotic teens are wont to do. Right. Uh, one week later, the tourists decide to leave for San Diego, in spite of Travis's warnings that the city had been burned to the ground. But they're idiots, so yep. they didn't listen to him. Uh, however, James still has not fully recovered and cannot be moved. Fearing that he might be murdered by the other, Travis steals Chris's gun in an effort to protect him. James then tells Travis that he and his friends made a pact to ensure none of them would turn. Uh, and he was the one who Mercy killed. Uh, uh, so they, uh, so he was the one that had Mercy killed a fourth member of the uh, right. group. Uh, he believes his friends who thinks he's dying will kill him under the misguided belief that it will be a mercy killing as well. Chris arrives to deliver food, but it turns out to be a trick on his own dad. Oh my, yeah. He tells them he's so scared. What if they, what if they do that to me? And then he grabs his dad and holds him down Mm -hmm. while the other kids come in and ambush Travis and they brutally execute James. Travis tries one last time to convince Chris to come with them, but Chris leaves with the remaining two tourists. Back in the present, Travis laments to Madison how he failed to take care of Chris and regrets that he never told him that he loved him before parting ways. In fact, I believe his last <laughs> words to Chris were, God damn you, Chris! Yes. Which is never how you... That made, that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but it made me laugh. Uh, yeah, and and it's Walking Dead. It's AMC. He could have just yelled, "You piece of shit!" Yeah, that yeah. would have been so much better. <laughs> that would have been very satisfying if you just shouted that in a moment of anger. <laughs> in my head, that's how it's in my, in the head movie version of this. That's how it happened. Uh, Madison then talks with Alicia and reveals to her the truth about her bio dad, and that he was not involved in a fatal car accident. It was a suicide. And she reiterates that she loved her. And later that night, a new group of survivors arrived at the hotel. And among them, the two tourists, Sans Chris. I didn't yeah. see Chris. I saw the other two guys. Mm-hmm. I saw no Chris. Yep. Uh, so what did you think of the episode? Um, I really liked it. And I was surprised that I liked it, like you said, because it has so much Travis and Chris. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no way am I going to build a... But it was surprisingly pretty good. Yeah, and it was so satisfying at the same time. Like, I was... um, Like, it was satisfying to me, for me, to see Travis say, you know what? You know, damn, God damn you, and just... Yeah. <laughs> you piece whatever. of shit! Yeah. Yeah. Um, because... When he was talking to Madison and he was saying, well, you know, um, I failed him and um, his mom also failed him because we took his family away. Um, yeah, sure. But at the same time, I feel like Chris has something else going on. Like mm-hmm. he's damaged, but he's a, again, he's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So he was blaming himself, which, you know, parents do um, when their kids behave that way. But at the same time, I think Chris just is better. It's better if he's just separated from the group and 
doing whatever he he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Um, there was one big thing I want to get just get this out of the way because it's a thing I didn't like about this episode because most of it I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big thing I didn't like was this weird continuity issue where we see Travis at the beginning. He's coming through the crowd trying to get through to Madison. Like, he sort of notices that Madison's there and is like, holy shit. And he's trying to get to the front of this big group of people trying to get into the hotel. And then we flash back. Uh, and then we go through the whole episode of Travis and Chris. Uh, but then when we come back... Not only are we not at the gate anymore, we're inside the hotel and Travis is there. Right. How did they let Travis in but not let anyone else in? Did they well, let they, everyone else in? Well, you missed the part where he, like, uh, gets through the gate and they, like, pull him in. Did I miss this? In? Yeah. I must have. I must have. Okay, I must not have been. Which, to me, was crazy because those okay. people really wanted to get in. And somehow they managed to get only Travis through the gate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's still a li- it's still a little weird. Like they didn't bum rush the gate and knock yeah. everything open, and yeah, okay. But I the, also, the, the I people also... at the gate are um, later on the episode. They're inside, right? Like they're in like in a parking lot. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know if that's inside the hotel or if it's like a building outside. Or of they it. just I gave think... up. Yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that they would just give up. I don't know. Like, well, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> uh, clearly, the episode wasn't about any of those things, though. So um, I like that they just fully embraced that Chris is a horrible person. Yeah. Uh, even even by the rules of this world's standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he just went... Like, some people fully adapt right away. And they're like, well, this is just it. We have to kill zombies. We have to be protective. Uh but Chris like went to that extreme and then to further extreme of like, you know, he just killed a guy who was just trying to protect, uh, you know, his home and they were interloping and he just yeah. killed him in cold blood and he has no problem. Uh, you know, he has no problem turning on his own father. Yeah. Uh, like it just went to a ridiculous degree. I mean, and there's even, uh, Travis, and I, I think this is where his character is showing some growth because they also leaned on him sort of being a little too out of touch for the world that he's living in where he's yeah. too weak to to adapt. Mm-hmm. Where I think Chris adapted too heavily and went overboard. Yep. Uh, Travis didn't do it enough. But there's a moment where he's talking to Madison. Which, by the way, uh, what's up with that bit with Madison where she kissed Travis and then clearly wanted more than just a kiss and then Travis sort of pulled away. That seemed awfully weird to me. From what side? <laughs> like it just it seemed it just seemed like he was clearly troubled by everything that he yeah. had gone through. Yeah. And and he didn't even like even the first kiss that she gave him wasn't like a reciprocated kiss. He just sort of took it. Mhm. Mhm. Um, but then it felt like she came in for like another one. Like, uh, we are now going to do more than kiss. We are going to do husband and wife type, uh, things. And at least that's what it felt like to me. It just felt a little weird. Like she kissed him and then she's like, and more kissing. And like, it was pretty clear. The first kiss was like, I really don't feel like kissing right now. Right. (laughs) My son betrayed me. And then I promised, I promised his birth mom that I would take care of him and, 
now he's right. out there and it's all my fault. Uh, but anyway, despite how weird that kind of seemed, uh, I like that he was telling her that he thought about going the other way. He mm-hmm. thought about just going along with it, even though he knew it was the wrong thing to do. He yeah. was still doing right by his son and he didn't want to leave his son with these people that he had just met, these strangers that he doesn't know, that Chris doesn't know. Uh, he thought about going along with it, but his moral compass, Aurora, was too strong, yeah. too yeah. steady. He couldn't. He he just he couldn't do it. It wasn't right. And he, I'm pretty certain that if Travis did that, like if he made that decision of staying with Chris and turning just to be with his son, he will die. Because I have no doubt that Chris are, is capable of killing his dad. Yeah, he will do it. I wonder if Chris is dead. I mean, we didn't see the two. No, and they were all bloody. Yes, they were. So, is that like Walker blood, or did they kill Chris? Um, well, <laughs> I mean, well, I think well, we got we got two episodes worth of content. I mean, I think yeah. we'll find out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I so I liked I liked that. Uh, I like the scene with uh, Alicia and Madison mm-hmm. where she explained uh, Biodad's demise. Uh, if this family hasn't been through enough. Uh, obviously, they're they're going through so much. Uh, so I'm a little bit. So are we to believe that um, Alicia's and Nick's dad was an addict? I feel like that's what it was. I feel like he had a he had a problem because he's in. He, when she was saying what the suicide note said, yeah. she said enough is in. Uh, he wrote enough is enough or something like that, and I was like. Well, what that? What does that mean? Was he an addict? Was he yeah. depressed? What is he? I mean, what... I mean, honestly, it could mean anything, really. Yeah. Like maybe Madison was a horribly verbally abusive wife or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, but it could be. Maybe he had an addiction problem and he just couldn't kick, and he was I guess tired. Because of, tired you know, of the way that she uh, projects towards Nick. Um, and comparing, if she keeps comparing Nick to his, to her husband, that's why I think maybe he was an addict. But yeah, I mean that's what I feel. I feel like that too. Maybe maybe not an, I mean maybe not even necessarily an addict of drugs. Maybe it was something else. But maybe it was a, maybe it was a drug addict. But yeah, it certainly reeks of like, you know, his father was this way and he's this way, and it's my fault, and I couldn't save I couldn't mm-hmm. save his dad, but maybe I can save him. Uh, you know that sort of mentality, and there's like there's never been a parent in history who's had kids with problems like that that didn't feel that way. Like they blame themselves. They, yeah. I mean, Lord knows, my own parents will. You know, if if things have not worked out good for me, they will. They'll. They're the first people to blame themselves. Or if they feel like uh, we didn't do enough in my childhood or something, they blame themselves first. And parents are super hard on themselves when it comes to their kids and if their kids aren't super successful or if they have any speed bumps or if they uh, if they run into any problems like addiction or something they blame themselves and they yeah, do everything yeah. they can you know like that's natural that's just mm-hmm. a, a natural instinct so I, I totally I totally buy that but the, it does seem like there is some weird circumstances surrounding this whole thing like the reason she lied to them about how he died in the first place is uh, is interesting so yeah uh, I can't help but keep drawing parallels to Dexter because that's what I'm, the show I'm watching at the moment. <laughs> and he was lied to about uh, how his parents died. 
uh, as well, and it turned him into uh, a serial a, killer. A serial killer. <laughs> uh, I mean, granted, he's like the Batman of serial killers. Mm-hmm. Mostly, he only kills bad people who deserve it. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm drawing my parallel right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think Nick is, although Chris, I think Chris is the far more likely to turn into Dexter than, than Nick, but yeah. But um, you know what? I, I, I mean, I feel like the fact that we hate Chris so mm-hmm. much, um, it's a good reflection on the show because we're supposed to hate him. Right. I, I hope so. Yeah. I hope um, we're supposed to feel, I think we're supposed to be sympathetic towards Travis Right. And we're supposed to think Chris is an asshole teenager. Yes. And I feel like it's interesting to see that perspective because in The Walking Dead, we've seen uh, a few villains, but they have been fully developed villains. So they are already leaders of their group. Yeah. Um, and they, everybody is already following them and fears them because they are bad people mm-hmm. um, but in this show we're seeing like the origin story <laughs> of <it>. yeah because <laughs> I can totally see if Chris is alive I can totally see him being like a leader the leader of a, like a group like Negan or the governor yeah. um, something like that so agreed uh, I mean and maybe there's also the I don't know he just seemed imminently dislikable almost from the moment we met him on the show. Yeah. Uh, not like super right off the bat, but like as every episode went by, you kind of got the idea. Um, I'm hoping that they're not going to try to do some sort of redemption arc with him where he oh, kind of no. comes back around. I think they've just got to, they got to take him the whole nine yards. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll find out, I suppose. Is, is there anything else you'd like to add about this particular show this week? Um, I just wanted to say that one of my favorite things about this show is how ha- is the camera work. Mm-hmm. Um, how they they edit the show. Um, I think it's better than The Walking Dead. I'm gonna say it. Really? Yes. Yeah, I I, I like the way I yeah I, I'll agree. I like the way that the show looks too. Uh, and they certainly do have some really nice. Uh, like setup shots in this show. Yeah. Uh, some of the some of the cooler visuals I've seen have been from this show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, yes, yeah, some of that is definitely due to uh, the work uh, that the director of photography for the episodes are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it is also that we've just seen so many seasons of people in forests. People, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess, city streets. yeah, that's true. And like now we're seeing them like walkers in the ocean on the yeah. beach in Mexico. It's such but a in the like... desert. It's such a different feel to everything too. Yeah, that's that they're true. creating, they're creating brand new stuff for us to look at. They're doing it in a good way. They're mm-hmm. shooting it in a really good way too. Uh, but I think it really helps that there's such like this drastic change of scenery. Yeah, that's, that's, that's also really helping, I think. But I feel like, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying. And there mm-hmm. has been very cool shots in this um, season, particularly where we saw, you know, the walkers falling from the balconies and um, and the walkers walking to the ocean. And those like big shots are mm-hmm. great. But I also loved in this episode when we go back to the flashback of Travis, when ex- Right after um, Chris kills that guy. Yeah. Um, and the camera went around him. Mm-hmm. 
it was like a 360 yes. um, shot and I loved how that looked mm. and you could hear them like Chris and the other guys talking in the background but you just you were just looking at Travis face and his shock yeah. and I thought that was an amazing just scene the yeah. way that it's shot so agreed no they're doing I think they're doing good work I think the show is getting I think the show is getting progressively better as it as it as it goes so I'm kind of I'm and the ratings are doing okay so I think we're going to be getting more of this I'm I'm curious to see I'm curious to see where it's all going to go I know at one point they teased that it wouldn't be impossible to see people from this show show up on The Walking Dead mm-hmm. it would obviously have to be a future version of them because this is a, clearly a prequel Oh my god, can you imagine if Chris is part of Negan's group? Oh my god. <laughs> like he's like he's second like he's in command. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Uh maybe <laughs> hey, maybe Chris will get fed to the tiger. That would be Whoa. pretty good. I'd be alright with that. If that's if, if that's how long we have to wait for him to get taken out, I'm okay with him being fed to a gigantic tiger. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's dole out the score. I, I had a pretty surprising score this week, so I'm curious okay. to hear what you've got. Yeah, I, I have a high score. I, I will give it a 4.5. I was mm-hmm. I really liked this episode. It was really good. Yeah, me too. I gave it four and a half. Uh, I cursed the show. <laughs> I did not think I would ever be giving that high a score to a show that centered mostly around Travis and Chris. Right? Yeah. They made it work though. They yeah. they played they played to their strengths with these characters. They made Chris more of an asshole. Mm-hmm. They managed to make Travis sympathetic, even though we thought he was an idiot for so many episodes. Mm-hmm. They kind of made it work here. So uh yeah, I was literally like I felt emotionally upset that Chris actually did that to his dad. That was right? such yeah. a dick thing to do. It was. I was surprised too. Because not only is he just being an asshole, but I sort of felt like he knows his dad is kind of like this is how his dad feels about things. So he took advantage of him as well as it wasn't even like a yeah, I, I guess it was just like he wasn't doing what he had to do because he knew that they had to put this kid down. But mm-hmm. it was the betrayal and everything was. Yeah, it was. It was. It really it made was, me hate him tough. more. Yeah, yeah it, it was re- tough. It really made me hate him more. So kudos. Mm-hmm. But also curses. I didn't. I never <laughs> thought I'd like a Chris and Travis episode so much. But you did yeah. good. You did good. Yeah. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead. So I'm we'll telling s- you, they're listening to this podcast. They they're, must be. Yeah. I mean, you've already filmed these episodes, so somehow <laughs> I don't know how they've managed some sort they of. They're just, you know, they go back and you know edit it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the shows. TV magic. We have to make Anthony and Aurora happy. Ah, uh, yep. Well, if you want us to keep doing this podcast, they'll have to, because <laughs> if they do what the people over at Gotham did, we stopped, We just stopped talking about that show, Fox. We just stopped. That show's not continuing. So we moved it over to the main website, but it's just going to sit there in the archives. No one else is going to talk about your show anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some people are. We're just not going to. Uh, all right. So that's it for the episode this week. Uh, cinemageekly.com is where you can now go to listen to not only this episode but all the previous episodes of Here the Walking Dead and 
Within a matter of, I want to say maybe a week or so, you'll be able to listen to everything as we are moving the Cinema Geekly Premium website, merging it together with the Mothership website. Virtually everything is over there right now, I want to say. We've, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what we don't have, but it's pretty much everything, with the exception of The Flashing Arrow, The Great Escape, Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., that has not moved over there. I just got done moving Who Made Who, the Doctor Who podcast over there. Uh, so, yeah, you can go over to cinemageekly.com right now, and you can go hover over podcasts, and it'll bring you a drop-down menu of all of the shows. Uh, there's a link on there that you can click uh, about our shows, where you can learn about everything, uh, all of the shows that are on the website, and uh, and obviously all of these are all archived. And uh, hopefully, by the time you hear this episode, we'll be refound refindable on iTunes and we're already up on Google Play Music uh, as I've mentioned before when we made the change uh, that means we had to change the feed which means we had to delete the old versions of the show on iTunes and Google Play Music and resubmit them which means you'll have to go and search for Hear the Walking Dead and then resubscribe but this will be the last time you have to do it I promise we're not moving anywhere else we're good right here uh, right where we are. So that is it for this week. Aurora and I will return next week before I guess we're going to take a couple of weeks break after this before the return of mm-hmm. uh, season two, seven, season eight of Walking Dead. I don't remember what season seven. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll be back talking the finale episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. It's episodes 14 and 15. They're called Wrath and North. Uh, 